Boys Online Tonight, the Boys Night Out Podcast. Today's best music, Magic 89.9. Yeah, man. Time now is 5.19 on the clock on the first day of November. The boys are out this afternoon. How's everyone doing? My name is Slick Rick. Uh, this is Tony. Tony, happy All Saints Day, All Souls Day. Uh, uh, belated happy Halloween if you guys dressed up, if you guys participated in a Halloween event. Uh, congratulations to you. I saw a lot of kids out. Uh but this year, there was more adults in my neck of the woods. Uh, it seems like the adults uh, were the kids going door to door. I think um, it is because and- everyone just missed it. And you're like, you know what? This is just one one way to get out and just enjoy ourselves. And it was nice uh, that people were out there. I mean, I saw some of your stories um, as opposed to here. There there were, you know, there uh, the island was open, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. So you guys ha- had something there. And... Uh, I saw some people just having like their own little house parties and not a lot of kids. Like you said, it's more of the adults enjoying. Yeah, I saw a few kids. Uh, it ended early. It's not the usual, you know, extension uh, past past uh, sunset and kids are out. I think after like after sunset, it was it was really it was done for the kids. You know, they were out early. I just don't know how safe that is because they're because they're not vaccinated. Uh, I don't know how you control the treats uh, that they receive and, and, you know, wipe it down. I do wipe down candy. Uh, but it's interesting that uh, I heard everyone was was giving out, you know, good candy. You know, usually yes. it's mm. bad candy. And then I'm referring to, uh, what is that? The, the, the cheaper candy. <laughs> corn. Is it called corn? Candy Something? corn. Candy corn. It's like one. It's it's voted the worst candy in the world, uh, as opposed to the best candy in the world. Uh, I think it's the fifth or fourth time in a row. It's Reese's Pieces cups. So, um, yeah, it was Reese's, Reese's Pieces, and then uh, I think it was a uh, was it Sour Kids or whatever. Uh, sour, then, sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, that was number two and number three. I think it was. Um, oh, I forget. But they they were they had this list here, and and stores had it so you had to you had to buy at least the top five and i was like oh the worst what they even even they they had a worse a worse list but that was it was hilarious yeah, you, you you don't want to be that house that gives the worst candy is because it's just going to get around to the other trick-or-treaters is that the you know them walking back towards the sidewalk the, oh what'd you get what'd you get oh don't go there i mean it's it's really bad <laughs> i know one filipino store in particular uh they actually gave cornic Cornic, uh, the 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 mini um, sachets. That's uh, uh, that's pretty interesting um, because I don't know how uh, old that is because sachets don't they don't make sachets anymore. So I was like, is it that kind of old product? Uh, or well, they don't here anymore. So I guess it was, yeah. Uh, well, it, it it was just uh, to to give away. I mean, like for for Archer, what we did is we we had like a treasure hunt here. Uh, so Doc, she she made different clues for him to to find around the house, and then at the end he got himself, um, you know, uh, you know the the pumpkin full of candy and and another prize. So it was it was pretty okay. I mean, just chill here at home. But then I saw our sister in law over there in Canada. 
She had some great candy. She had the Twix. Uh, she had the Skittles. She had the Starburst. And by the end of the night, I saw that her kids also did uh, trick-or-treating, but they went out early. And they got so much is the reason why is because they're expecting more kids. But then getting towards later, towards the night when they kind of figured that, okay, there's no more kids that's going to be coming. They, they actually gave more candy to the kids coming so yeah, i mean it was it was a it was a thin night it was more of uh the adults that were out i saw in parking lots girls were just running around i was like damn and then uh party yeah there was a lot of parties um full capacity so mm-hmm. uh the you know i mean here in toronto uh when when they announced last week monday that everything is 100 full capacity everyone was preparing last minute they had basically Nine, nine, ten days to to prepare uh, for for a full capacity venue. So clubs were open. I, I went to go check out really quickly um, uh, one of them, and uh, it, it it was it wasn't fully packed as before, as they said. But my friend said it was there was enough people, and um, it was nice just to check it out. Uh, and, Did you go uh, in costume? Is because that's what you're known for. You, you're always known for going out in costume here. Yeah, um, my friend who was pretty wasted got a really bad photo of me. I was in a doggy suit. Um, uh, yeah, he was. A, it was a mix of uh, organic and alcohol. You night. So uh, I was the designated driver. Um, yeah, it, it didn't turn out well. Uh, it was a long night, you know. Uh, he did, and then one of my other friends didn't know where he parked. <laughs> and he, uh, he, something that we he all start dancing in an empty parking lot. I'm like, "Yo, bro, where'd you park?" And, uh, it was, it's, 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 it's almost. We're almost back to normal here. Mm-hmm. It's when you start forgetting where to park, you know. Before you, 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 there were no, there was no cars in parking lots. Now you can't even remember where you're parked. So we're sort of back. Uh, at least we're like 70% uh, back. You know, by March, I think March 20th, I think they actually have a date where there'll be zero mask implementation in the whole wow. country. Wow. All so right. They March 20. So that's in a couple of months, you know. So it's hey, six months. Congratulations to you guys. Uh, trying to get back to normal. I know us here. We just celebrated uh, some more vaccines coming in. Uh, we had uh, another million or so of uh, um, Astra come in, and then another million or so of Pfizer uh, come in. So you know, hopefully well, that does get out to everyone. Um, it's it's pretty. It, you know, I mean, Manila, as they said, um, it's eighty eighty percent vaccinated and. It's sad that outside of Metro Manila, in the other provinces, it's only 26.6%. Mm. That's it. So if you're going to go outside of Metro Manila, it's still tricky. And I mean, only 26%. And you don't even know what province, if it's further, I think mm. it's further down, further away from Metro Manila, it's probably even even less. So oddly enough, is that when you usually say, oh, let's go on vacation, you like to get away from Metro Manila? But I guess now it would be just smarter to to spend it within Metro Manila and have those staycations, for example, like at Resorts from Manila or, you know, just find a nice yeah. house around here. It really depends if 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 the employer where you're going has everyone vaccinated, mm-hmm. then OK. 
like our staff at the island, you know, when we were supposed to open in August 6th, remember that first time where everything was going to open up and then yes, everyone got excited. Mm-hmm. And two days just before there was a shutdown where, okay, we're not opening. Um, we had vaccinated every single staff member and we were pretty upset that that happened. You know I mean? You, 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 you try to get everyone vaccinated so that everyone feels safe coming into a venue. So mm-hmm. I, I think if, if businesses and their and employers, if, if you're tuned in, if you vaccinate everyone that's outside of Metro Manila, I think you have a better chance of opening up and people being more comfortable coming into your venue, your, your resort, uh, flying in. Um, I know one of my friends is flying to Behold uh, in, 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 on Wednesday. Um, so he's going to see how things are uh, traveling. Uh, you know, he came from abroad, so he's back in Manila. So he's going to see and let me know how traveling locally is. So um, it's going to be a, a, an adventure. So yeah. hey, that, That's pretty awesome um, because uh, I know there's also a lot of, like you were saying, that uh, the owners should make sure that their employees are vaccinated. But there are also uh, a lot of, uh, say, their IG accounts. They'll, they'll really say that, oh, 100% of our employees are already vaccinated. Please come in. Um, and I, I saw something pretty cool, uh, I guess, the other day. Uh, I just didn't notice it. But uh, the, my, my grab driver, I was, I was getting something. And he says, and it's on the app. It says, you know, I'm fully vaccinated. So it's it's nice to, to kind of have that uh, layer of protection and that, that confidence that, you know, it's, it's a little bit safer out there. But, I mean, it's not 100% safe out there yet. But at least it gives you that confidence that, okay, at least this person is protecting themselves. The company that he or uh, she is working for is protecting themselves. So it, it's it's nice to see. Um, so I can't wait to, to really get back to normal um, because kind of now Doc is semi back to her older, her pre-pandemic schedule. Um, so she's going to the office now. So, you know, I can't, can't wait to to hang out with you guys again and maybe just be in the booth. I don't, I don't even think we're allowed to actually board uh, collectively, as far as I know. I've been asking all the time, um, and it doesn't look like this year we'll be back in the office. We One person can go into the room, and then another person will be in another room. Um, I've asked uh, our, our, station, our station guy how we can go around this, but... Um, the I mean, only- we... We can't have possible two way. in a room. Oh, um, the only possible way is is basically not, not taking off our mask uh, and being in the room. Uh, but we tried that. that. That's that's so hard to not to wear a mask for four, for two, three hours without taking it off in the same room is is, is quite a task, you know. And uh, um, it's such a small space. That's why the booth. And um, I don't think the filter. And the aircon inside the booth is equipped uh, to handle COVID. Or, or what we do is each of us we, we bring our own um, air air purifier. <laughs> so at least we have four in the room. Yeah, but I think with it, with it being airborne and such a what is it that fifteen maybe twenty less than twenty square meters? I mean, you know, like the ten square meter room. It, it's really tough. To call the shots, you know, we, you know, we 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 tried it. <laughs> and back in last twenty twenty, you know, we didn't last too long. We lasted, I think, 
three weeks, you know, and then we called it quits. <laughs> <laughs> but you never quit. know. There there could be a miracle. So uh, let, let's hope and pray for that. Uh, but we, <laughs> yeah. It is because, you know, I'd really love to get into the booth uh, once again. But uh, thanks to everyone that's listening right now. Uh, I know it is a holiday, but tomorrow is not a holiday, okay? It's uh, You do have to go back to work. <laughs> yeah, they took it off. It was it was originally supposed to be a holiday, right? But I mm-hmm. think they they made it a, a working holiday. And speaking of working, our guest this evening is definitely working it. Uh, she's she's been all over the place, you know. What I mean, um, she's doing uh, Mother Earth uh, a, uh, a public service. She, she this is her, I believe her her mission. Um, she's a singer. She's a host. She's an actor. Uh, model and she's also a UN Goodwill Ambassador for believe it or not the Environment Program and she's actually from the Philippines believe it or not there is someone that cares about the environment and there's 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 even though it doesn't look like it when you land but there are people <laughs> you know, that want to protect and save Mother Earth. And let's get her on the panel. We have Miss Antoinette Toss. Hi, guys. Hi, hey. Seth. Hi, Tones. It's so nice to be with ah. you guys again. Hello, hello, it's hello, you. everyone listening live. Thanks so much for having me. And, and, and for that kind introduction, Tones. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, no problem. And if there's anyone that knows about plastic, it's definitely Antoinette. Uh, and uh, her, her her journey started with Cora, you know, something that was close to her heart. And now it's, it's wow. It's something that was just, you know, starting that you just wanted to start off to help and and um, help, the, the invi- the, I guess, the, the area around you and where you're at. Uh, it's, it's basically multiplied. Uh, into you becoming an ambassador for the UN. So, uh, how's everything going? Oh my goodness. It's always very difficult to answer that question. Um, I feel like most of us that want to stay positive, I will always say as, as good as can possibly be given the circumstances. Um, so no matter what, I'm, I'm so grateful. It's just that when we really think about what's going on around us, speaking of Halloween, the scariest monster of all, <laughs> uh, not just plastic pollution, but climate change. And, mm-hmm. and, and many people actually don't know the relation of plastic pollution to climate change and fossil fuels. The fact that plastics are actually made of fossil fuels. So it's just it, it kind of goes on and on. And I actually don't consider myself an expert at this. I just consider myself really passionate to kind of learn more and explore. And when, when I hear a fact that's so shocking and it seems so illogical, it just seems like it's common sense. So why are we not taking steps to address it? Uh, those are the things that actually brought me to this path. I wasn't raised um, to be sustainable. I didn't even really know the word a few years ago or really know the meaning of it in terms of how we discuss it today. Uh, my mom was really more about uh, charity. So her name's Cora. So the nonprofit is actually named after her. And with her, it was just about helping in any way you can, uh, trying to do what's right in your own capacity um, in every way. 
So I feel with what we do, you know, we really owe it to the volunteers, friends, family members, people like you. Angie Mead King is someone I, I really also want to give a shout out to. You know, she she brought so much support to what we do, not just manpower and volunteers, but the awareness that she created. So I feel like it's really more about people realizing that when they speak out, when they support initiatives, it truly is powerful and it makes a huge difference. I think a lot yeah. of people are, they, they really know about climate change now is that you know before they're like okay whatever whatever you know it's just nature but then they now they're a bit more knowledgeable unlike you i mean you're you're very knowledgeable about all these things i mean you don't call yourself an expert but i i think you are is because you've done so much research and you are who you are but um it, it's nice to see that there are some people changing their ways from what they used to do before but obviously we we still need to be doing more well what are what are some of the you know little things that people can be doing to, to help to help out mother earth oh my i i actually get asked this all the time and many people don't realize how much the little things matter there's that famous quote uh, it's just one straw said eight billion people so imagine if literally eight billion people did the same thing the power of that so whether it's you know energy conservation saving water using your reusable tumbler right on cue slick <laughs> i love it <laughs> that makes a difference i have mine right over here as well and imagine if you think about the number of times that you use and refill this that's the number of times or the number of bottles you did not purchase that you did not contribute to so avoiding single-use plastics does make a difference so all of these uh, little moves matter saving food knowing that food not only uh, has an impact on the planet but that what we waste just a fourth of it could already solve world hunger so these little things matter but no matter what we do without systemic change, which means laws, policies, the government really taking concrete action and without business unusual, that's brands, corporations, companies really taking steps to provide people with the options that are actually better for people in the planet because we all want to do better. There's been so many surveys done about how people uh, do want to make the better choice. They do want to do reuse and refill systems. They do want to recycle. There's so many things that they wish they could do, but it's not a available it's not accessible there's no infrastructure there's no access and when we look at climate change and the philippines it's really painful to think that we are a part of the big top four most affected in the world together with myanmar puerto rico and haiti when it comes to storms um, and of course uh, lives lost so when it comes to climate change and the philippines specifically our carbon footprint might be small as a nation but we are getting impacted one of the worst so our our actions do matter and our voices matter so much for our people and for each other uh, isn't it kind of um, i guess depleting at times when you do travel um within the philippines and you see you know where some people are are really just you know obviously with with the shanty towns that we have and and the majority of uh the 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 classifications obviously uh poverty is huge in our country so waste management or you know i mean uh that's where it starts right it, it, we're not very knowledgeable you know education is is it doesn't trickle down um in those classes you know it's it's whatever you whatever you open up you just chuck to the side you know um and how do you how do you get to educate them about climate change 
Yeah, I mean, uh, are, are, is there someone that's going around? Are you going around now? Are you even allowed to go around? Or um, I, not really yet. We have not um, be- began going out yet again. We hope okay. very soon. But I mean, to answer what you said about depleting, uh, visiting many places, it's actually quite the opposite. I mean, it, you know, we do see the realities, but it is really so inspiring and empowering being with them, meeting them, hearing their stories, it kind of drives you to want to do more to help support them. And at the same time, it's also um, not everybody in the Philippines or not everybody is actually clueless to these solutions. And one of the things that we actually want to put the spotlight on is that we're not just victims in local communities are not just victims of the climate crisis. They're actually leaders in nature-based solutions. One particular example is we're working with a group of women that we call the Woman Grove Warriors, because <laughs> mm. it's mangroves, but they're women <laughs> leading the mission. Right. So they're the ones nur- nurturing these seedlings, planting them, and making sure they, they grow into maturity. And they're actually leaders in climate resilience and climate solutions. So we do have a lot of um, knowledge when it comes to local communities and indigenous knowledge as well so we really need to look at them and give them a voice a platform uh, not just give them a voice but actually include them in the dialogue so that they can really shine as part of the solution even our waste workers they're our frontliners during the pandemic they never stop working and part of us making sure that we dispose of our medical waste separately in a, in a box that's labeled so that the barangay can separate it is us helping protect our waste workers from getting possibly uh, secondary transmissions from our garbage and our trash. So even just separating our trash properly is already extremely powerful and lessens the work of our waste champions, as we'd like to call them. That's awesome. Okay. Um, so climate change is is something that obviously some people have. How do you actually, uh, I guess, uh, tell someone that's, doesn't believe in climate change or let's say it's very um close-minded uh that it's just it's just uh it's just nature you know i mean the climate change is is not real how do you you know turn that switch on to let them see that it's very much you know are doing we're responsible we have to take accountability with what's happening with with mother earth i guess when we when we speak of that it is difficult i have met people that you know the urge to keep trying to explain <laughs> and not yeah. wanting to you know get into an argument without having and to I, strangle I just, them violently <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It can get frustrating, um, but I guess it really lies on, you know, one thing I learned is try not to get frustrated. Patience is a virtue. Inhale, exhale. Keep doing the work and focus on the ones that do believe, that support the mission and that are doing the work and try to, to, to emphasize that. And, you know, I've seen slowly people, I mean, we see the world changing already. There have been so many climate deniers uh, from the past and the way we even talk about it, the fact that I'm on your show tonight means so much. So things have changed. So just keep going. Uh, don't let it get you down and, and, and keep talking about it. Uh, keep believing that we are a part of the solution and not actually the problem. That's another thing. They always say, we keep saying we, we, like humans caused these this Anthropocene era of of 
us destroying um, humanity. But in reality, what they really say is, no, it's not humans. Because if you look at uh, the number of corporations, there's only 100 corporations globally responsible for the majority of emissions. So it's really not just we. We really need to see bigger actions from companies and brands so that we can effectively be a part of the solution. And have you... Talk to these companies? Is it you that does that? Or <laughs> it's you that talks to politicians? And politicians will hopefully, uh, you know, the strong arm and, and implement and make uh, bills that, that hey, you know, in certain LGUs, right? Uh, PASIG, I know um, they don't have plastic, no straws, no bags. Uh, so if you're going to do groceries, you have to have your... Your, your reusable bag. You have to have your grocery bag or boxes. Um, you know, it's it's. It, it, there's only a few uh, cities that actually Im- have implemented that, but it, it's working, right? I, I don't remember the last time I got I had a straw. Uh, yeah, it's me. speaking speaking about straws. Uh, Papi Miko and our friends from Smart says. Uh, uh, he, he actually went with you to uh, Barajay uh, a couple of years ago and for a beach cleanup. And he says that uh, he stopped using plastic straws after that trip. And he got more conscious about uh, bottle water than uh, that uses plastic. So he chooses glass bottles whenever possible. And you, you, you've changed uh, his life. And uh, he says, Galing, just the way what you do. Oh my gosh, that really melts my heart so much and, and it touches my soul. Honestly, it's it's not just me. It's the people that keep us going in this fight and that inspire me. But thank you. Uh, the first time I even started cleaning, I was still using all kinds of plastics, not really realizing uh, the impact itself. Um, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> it and, means a lot. And, and like you were saying is that, uh, you know, teaching uh, the LGUs, because uh, I notice like uh, sometimes when they they're doing their garbage collection, you know, even though it's sorted out, it's segregated. I notice that sometimes, or majority of the time, is what happens is if it de- goes into the truck, uh, they'll they'll rip it open and they'll, they'll check, you know, if there's anything that uh, they can that they can use for themselves or that they can sell. I mean that that's also maybe sometimes the problem is that you know even though you are responsible sometimes uh it's not sorted out properly or it just gets lost again in the garbage. Is that something that you guys want to help out LGUs? Thank you so much for asking that, uh, Rick, that we actually have our first majorly funded program um, that we are truly grateful for with the United States Agency for International Development or USAID. And it's it's a global grant program called Clean Cities Blue Ocean. And our main focus really is to work with local government units and local communities, most especially women waste champions, um, to help solve this interconnected problem. Tony mentioned earlier that there are parts of the Philippines that are zero waste. That's true. There are barangays doing it well. There are cities doing it well. There's even wala osik sari sari stores in Negros that are doing incredible work. Um, but the thing is, as we mentioned, it's a global interconnected problem. 
once it's out there, it's in the environment, it's one shared planet. So it really starts with barangays and even the DNREMB, they're the ones mandated to handle waste, the Environmental Management Bureau. And they also say and state that it is our barangays, but a lot of these barangays actually do not have the proper infrastructure as well. But even with the infrastructure, we've gotten so used to not separating trash that it just can't work. But there are countries like Taiwan that were actually known for being a plastic polluter like they were one of the big polluters but now they are one of the models across the world and it starts with the citizens the citizens that make sure that their items are clean dry and segregated because our waste champions cannot separate the waste of the world and anything mixed dirty or contaminated cannot be recycled another thing is we also want to emphasize that recycling is not an excuse to keep producing virgin plastics because once again plastics are made of fossil fuels recycling is a is a solution for what's already out there which is a lot and that's when we see the circular economy so we always say it begins with design by instead of taking something from raw materials why not use things that already exist uh, waste isn't waste until you waste it yeah mm. uh after that you brought up a good idea I, mean, I think a few months ago i was watching and saw this um african woman which has been done before but um it's recycled plastic into bricks so um they actually collect plastic and she she's an engineer uh, by profession and if I'm not mistaken it is five times stronger than concrete so just imagine how much waste we have plastic waste the Philippines has if we can actually get that machine that she invented and or, or have someone in the Philippines we have some great inventors you know we have some great engineers and come up with a way where we can actually take our plastic and build homes, modular homes. You know what I mean? Uh, it would be great. We wouldn't, they wouldn't have to have uh, shanty towns. We can actually create homes for, for the marginalized communities. Um, it would be great. You know what I mean? And um, it, it, would, it, would, it would, obviously it wouldn't solve everything, but it would help. You know, by building better homes so that when storms do come, they're not going to be displaced. You know, what I mean, and 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 they'll have a they'll have sh- better shelter. I mean, that's one of the problems that we do have right now is the climate change. And then when the when the floods start rising, they have to stay in a gym. They have to actually be pulled out from where they they actually live, and we have to house them where people thousands of people are displaced and and in in one basketball court or at least in one uh warehouse you know it, we've seen it time and time again and it, it just and usually it's november december that's that's tough uh we're seeing climate change and the rainy season goes deep into the burr months you know before it was okay uh early burr months and then we'd have a nice you know christmas but now we're we're seeing more calamities you know, just before Christmas, there's 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 something that's happening, uh, and it's and it's moved further down um, the into the new year. So, and this is worldwide. We're seeing fires, earthquakes, um, and, and it's not going to change anytime soon until we actually make a change. So, yeah, that's what I was thinking is maybe we could come up with a, a machine to, to handle all the plastic because I see all the plastic that we use, man, it's a lot. 
We're, what, we're, top, we're top four in the world, right? For plastic use? Yes, about 300 million tons every year. Third, actually. We are third. third? We are considered okay. the third Why? top plastic polluter. Not necessarily producer, but the amount of pollution that is found in the environment. Um, and, you know, a lot of it doesn't even come from our country either. Some of it actually comes from other places. When I was in Batanes, Batanes is a self-sustaining community. They are oh, yeah. incredible. Um, I feel like they've mastered the art of sustainable living, but the, the natural, real way. And uh, when you look at them, and the, there's no pollution on the island itself. In the streets, they don't litter. But in some of the beach areas, you see so many fragments and bottles and all kinds of stuff washed up. And they're all corroded already because it's not something fresh or brand new. They've, they've been floating around from other countries as well. And you mentioned earlier, yes, we do have some innovative techniques already that exist in the Philippines that can provide housing from plastic waste uh, and, and a number of other sorts of things. The thing is, though, when it comes to plastics, it's almost like a sensitive topic. There are a lot of uh, false, or, you know, facts and fallacies. There are a lot of myths that exist. And um, incidentally, I'm actually launching um, the podcast of Plastic together with the Break oh, yeah. Free from Plastic movement. That's actually premiering tomorrow on all podcast platforms. And, you know, Break Free from Plastic is one of the leading global groups that's actually advocating for these things that we're talking about, you know, systemic change, business unusual, really looking at the plight of the people. And some of the things that you mentioned about using it for building materials or other things like that, we are tackling in the podcast in depth with experts from across the world in the region that actually do have the answers that you're asking as well. So um, it gets a little technical, but it's still interesting. And um, we want to remind everyone that not all solutions out there are effective and true. They still require research, validity, make sure you check the proper sources. I mean, like anything nowadays, making sure that you verify your facts and your information. Mm, I think that that's important <laughs> is because a lot of people, they'll just pass on uh, their so-called knowledge uh, in their little Viper groups, WhatsApp groups or uh, Telegram groups. And, you know, they'll, they'll take it as facts without uh, looking into it and not, not really researching. Um, but uh, so, something that uh, popped up in my mind or that, that's been, you know, been bothering me is that uh, we do have a new source of, of waste. And this is uh, coming from uh, face masks and face shields. Uh, I, I mean, because we, we know how people go through that quick and there's no proper place to throw it. You see it all over the ground. You see old face shields, you know, just ripped up. I mean, is, is there like maybe they can have like a recycling area that it can be broken down or, or whatnot is because... The world's going through it, and it's just going to be... You see it floating sometimes in the water. I mean, it sucks. Yes. Oh, my goodness. We've seen all the photos of seahorses uh, with their tails attached to it, um, different uh, wildlife getting entangled in these masks, and, and so on. And the thing is, though, uh, when it comes to health... Uh, health always has to come first. When it comes to the medical industry, we have to prioritize, of course, the pandemic. But that also means frontliners uh, being the ones that are prioritizing the use of the disposable PPEs and medical masks and medical waste. Um, for people that are actually not directly exposed, uh, what the World Health Organization, the Department of Health recommends is really using reusable items. 
So it's still in our hands. So if you're not directly exposed, uh, reusable masks, they even say that it's better to just uh, not even use gloves. Just make sure that you disinfect all the time because sometimes if you have gloves on, there's a tendency to not be careful and you might suddenly start touching your face as well and it's additional waste. Um, and really making sure that we dispose of it separately. So the best thing to do really is to uh, our own personal waste management in a little box. They even say that it's supposed to be labeled in a yellow box. But in the Philippines, I think it's it's uh, it's good enough to say that we could put it separately in a bag that says medical waste so that the barangay can can identify it without having a, to pick it out. So it's really not just the environment, but once again, our waste champions and other people that could just randomly get contaminated as well from waste lying around everywhere. Did, but did they, it is a process. Yeah. Did they even say that uh, speaking about uh, waste is that. Uh, you would have some people picking through other people's garbage and reusing their masks, which was wild. Oh, my gosh. I actually haven't heard that before. But you know what? Now that you mention it, I I believe it. It makes sense. Oh, my goodness. I hope I hope people don't do that. Um, and I, you know, we, we we it would just be better to use like a brand new fresh like handkerchief or something or bandana rather cloth. than mm-hmm. yes just a piece of cloth rather than uh picking up a used mask well actually speaking of masks um they had actually a, a company i don't know if it's u.s or it's in the uk uh in in europe uh but it's there they were they were formerly known as bioscarf and i think now i think they're g95 but i know that their their product is a plant-based mask and the great thing is they are just as um i guess uh, on the standards of an n95 or higher wow um, and yeah it's 100 percent biodegradable uh and it's because of the mass that they saw where we all was all over the ocean and i think these guys are are probably divers i i from the video that i saw on tv i i knew i knew for sure you know when if you're a diver if there's one thing that pisses you off it's the it's definitely the mask and the plastic in the ocean so um and uh it's it's an ocean it's called ocean sealed mask check it out and it's a biodegradable it's uh and it's a hundred percent plant based so you can actually wow. eat it yeah hundred percent um so is this even includes the bags that they ship in so the bags that they Ooh. put it in the packaging Hundred percent biodegradable. So um, they're very mindful. Uh, so if anyone wants to bring that in, uh, if there's anything that you want to make money off of, my friends, <laughs> they're listening. Bring in those masks. Um, I think they're going to be a bit more expensive uh, retail wise, but it goes a long way. Wow. I mean, that is an amazing innovation for the medical industry. Um, if it's all verified, I mean, that's amazing. And at the same time, you know, once again, focusing on, on the front lighters that will need it because that's where the highest consumption is. That's incredible. Yeah. So we always say support the brands that are trying to do good for people and the planet. It's, it's around uh, four, 50 bucks, 50 pesos per mass, but hey, not 100% good. guaranteed that it biodegrades in 90 days or less. Yeah, 90 days is the, is the max. So 90 days, it, it, it does its work. So, um, it, and it was a female that invented this. 
Oh, girl power. That's truly amazing. I mean, especially for the medical industry. Uh, when we talk of, you know, disposables and biodegradables, at the same time, you know, they require raw materials and resources to make. We always want to focus on what can be reused. But this specifically, because of what's going on with the medical industry and the pandemic, uh, this could potentially provide a really a valuable solution. Yeah, I think... Um We'll have to talk to my friends about shipping that into the country. <laughs> you should. You should. Uh, I think a lot more people, they would uh, spend for masks that'll help out. And I, I know that that's what people would rather do is, you know, get some quality masks. And if it, bio, you know, biodegrades in 90 days, I'll be like, oh, I'm all for it. Cool. That's nice. Tony, bring it in. <laughs> You got well, the money, man. It's kind of hard now. You know, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> not a good time, you know. <laughs> now, uh, that is up for debate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they say, my friend. So they Go, say. Go, Tony. Uh, man. Uh, all right. Well, uh, how can people get in touch with you? How can people, uh, I guess, join your advocacy uh, I know you still do Cora. Do you, do you, is that still ongoing? Or obviously with with the pandemic, um, the outreach, uh, the beach cleanups, and uh, have been on a, I guess, on a standstill, right? Yes, we haven't been able to really get out there as much, but. The one thing about the missions at Cora, we're truly grateful that because of the volunteers, even during the peak of the pandemic last year, we were able to help uh, vulnerable communities through partners, brands, uh, people that were actually willing to show their support and resources. And uh, the coastal cleanups will be starting very soon, but they're going to be limited. But it's okay because we also have lots of events happening online, ways that you can volunteer and learn how you can make a difference in your own way. We have global campaigns that you can participate in and be featured. Uh, You can find us online at our website, www.wearecora.org. That's W-E-A-R-E-C-O-R-A. And on uh, social media, we are at Planet Cora and at we are Cora, and if you want to know the ins and outs of plastic pollution, <laughs> uh, we're launching the podcast of plastic. So it's inspired by the Emmy awarded documentary, The Story of Plastic. It launches tomorrow on all podcast platforms. So don't miss it. And of course, for more news on me, <laughs> you can find me online at Antoinette Toss. There you go. Ano, yung mga plastic na tao din eh. Stay away from plastics! <laughs> Bawal plastic. <laughs> Next episode. <laughs> Alright. Thanks, Antoinette. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Tones. I'm nice really, to truly grateful. Nice to see you guys virtually. And, you know, thank you for always, uh, you know, having me over to talk about these things and for making it more uh, easy, I hope, to understand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and- it's, it's important for me. So whenever I see, which is rare, you know, I mean, I, I follow so many people. So uh, when I saw your feed, um, you know, with, with the plastic podcast and uh, you helping out, and you being an ambassador, I was like, yo, I think it's time. You know, what I mean, it, 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 it's, it's like with everything else. You know that uh, if, if it doesn't get heard and it's not seen, then it, it's out of sight, out of mind. So you, we have to continuously get people to openly discuss these topics that are, you know, important to to 
the the sustainability of us living on planet Earth. Um, not not all of us are mindful. You know, all of us are doing something, our day to day jobs, taking care of family. You know, um, that you know, taking care of the environment is not on the priority list. Uh, but we have people like you to remind us. So it's a good thing um, that we have someone like you. So it's just uh, we're just a uh, um, how do you call? It? We're just a medium. That's it. We're just the we're the messenger. The, yeah, the messenger. We're <laughs> and that's all we can thank do. So you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. I truly appreciate all your work. Anytime, anytime. anytime. All right. There you go. Time now is uh, six oh three. We got uh, one more hour of boys' night out. I know there's still people out and about, and it is uh, you know you want a traffic report. Well, I got that for you. There is light to moderate traffic along JP Rizal Avenue from Makati Avenue to West Cloverleaf, and light to moderate traffic in the opposite direction. Now, this traffic update is brought to you by Keltex. Enjoy the journey. Uh, all right, Antoinette. We'll see you soon. You want to thank anyone? You want to say hi? I just want to say hi to, to the volunteers of Cora. Hello to the solid friends of Antonettas. Thank you solid. so much for tuning in. I love them so much. They're, they're so supportive, honestly. They inspire me in everything that I do. And to all of you out there doing your part, if you have a tumbler, if you say no to single-use plastics, I swear you are already a hero. You guys rock. <laughs> yes. And plastic ways. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And we'll be back with more of Boys Night Out. We do have another guest with us, by the way. So it oh, yeah. should be good. Hopefully she'll have some updates. Uh, you know, she's she's one funny lady. So we'll get her on in just a bit. So uh, we'll hit commercials and some songs. And we'll be back with more of uh, Happy Mondays right here on Boys Night Out. Magic 89.9. It's the Boys Night Out podcast. 19 past 6 o'clock, and uh, it's a great evening. It is uh, All Souls Day, so it is a holiday for uh, many of us. Uh, Gino, Sam uh, took uh, the day off and uh, are in Cebu, so uh, uh, they're extending their, I guess, their two-day weekend into a three-day, uh, like most of us, and uh, good for them. Um, and uh, I guess hopefully you guys are all safe and sound, wherever you guys may be. So... It is the 1st of November. I can't believe it. It is incredible. It is uh, quick, man. You just realize it's like, I, oh, geez. Yeah, I left no, November 20, 27, 26. So I'm going to be here for almost 356 days. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'll be home soon. My one year is coming up. So I'll need to, you know, take off and um, I'll be home in no time. Uh, will I stay longer? Everyone's wondering, am I, am I staying? Yeah, I the, the, what's the what's the report there? Is it uh, just uh, a quick uh, in and out, or is it? Yeah, uh, that's okay. a, I'm I'm thinking it's a it's a. I'll be there to fix up some some legal stuff and paperwork, and then uh, I'll see from there. Um, you know, I, I told the boss if if no one's coming to work uh, in the office physically in the booth, I mean it's really it, it's it's. I mean, it's kind of hard to, to operate a full show um, with one person in the booth. It's not, it's doable, but I mean, we're still separate. It's not fun. I mean, it's still separate at the end yeah. of the day. It, it, it's it, it's no different, you know, I mean, it, it, than what we're doing now. 
Um, yes, I do have more control of uh, the dynamics of the show, uh, the callers, the the music-wise, the breakers. But I mean, how many callers do we have per show? Maybe one or two. You know what I mean? But um, at the end of the day, it's it's really the core group that if we could be collectively together, that'd be great. I mean. I think wearing masks collectively is 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 a step closer than being apart. But um, I think that's what, that's the only way it'll work. You know, I, I think that's the only way it can happen if if we or, mask or, uh, or, from or, the protocols from the protocols that were in place with Mandaluyong. Um, okay, well, why, why, why don't why don't we do this? Is that uh, when if and when you do come back, let, let's try it out for a week. As in, we will be strict. Strict mask, strict mask, and let's see if it'll fly. If not, we go back to <laughs> on. Uh, let's see. We did last time. Let's see if someone gets infected, and then if it is, <laughs> then we'll, we'll find out night. who. We'll call it a night. <laughs> right. we'll, we'll, we'll find out who. Speaking of infections, uh, she is infectious with her jokes. <laughs> wow! I thought you were about to say wow. she's infected. Uh, <laughs> wow! With her jokes uh, is what I said. Uh, you didn't let me finish. Uh, I didn't say she had an infection. It, infected, but <laughs> she has, she's infectious with her jokes and. Her, her, her her Instagram posts. Uh, she's from Newscopo, and she's quite a treat. You know, if you guys haven't checked her out, uh, her it's name pretty is pretty easy Adam. on the eyes too. Uh, you know, there are some wow. comedian. What I was saying is, she's a comedian, guys. That's me, John. Yeah. yeah, and and it's it's very rare to get a a, a, a stand-up comedian, a female mm-hmm. from the Philippines. It's not that, that that's you know that's actually can take give the blows and take the blows. So let's welcome her. Uh, we have Erin uh, Cristobal. Uh, but last week she, hey. she changed her last name again. You know, I she changed, changed my last, last name. name. <laughs> that was so funny because I took that joke way too far. You can hear oh, me, uh, Naman, right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. welcome back on the show. You know, this thanks, guys. Back, uh, you know, um, but she's also part of Spit Manila um, and uh, Third World Improv, the school. Yeah. So and yeah, then, uh, that's right. Are you are you still teaching classes online? Yeah, of course. Oh, we actually gosh. thrived during the pandemic, which is very weird. Oh, okay. but okay. thankful. Yeah. I so for those I'll, that don't I'll, know, what really happens with Third World Improv? Uh, ah. yeah. What's that? Yeah. Okay. So people can. You don't have to be fun. You have to be funny. And you have some kind of, or can you be like totally have no funny bone in you? And you just want to learn and, and pick up some skills, you know, as we go along. Is that you possible? know, the funny thing is usually when people say, I'm not good at improv, those are the ones who do very, very well. The ones who say, I'm not funny. They're the ones who do really, really well compared to the ones who are like, yeah, I'm so funny. I'm so funny. So what we do in Third World Improv is um, our branding is more of personality development. We develop okay. you so that you can... Be yourself, basically, because uh, one of the things that we teach in improv is to kind of let go of everything that makes you feel conscious about saying something. You're basically free to say anything that you want. So once you're given that permission to do that, what are the things that you're going to say? Like what comes out of you? So, yeah, it's more of that. Um, the ones who are funny because they go in and then, you know, nagpapa impress, telling jokes. And, you know, when someone tries too hard... It's not so funny. 
Right? <laughs> someone's trying so hard, it's it's kind of like okay. So how do you how do you actually take them on the level of okay, you're Mr. Funny, Mrs. Funny, and then take them to a level of okay, you know what, come back down to earth. Without right. hurting their ego. <laughs> you're not that funny. Oh, uh, without hurting their ego. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Are you, are you just are you just like straightforward? Like, uh, the way we do it is we we talk about it in the sense, I mean, in the situation that they're in, in the exercise that they're doing. So if you see that the reason they're trying to be funny, I mean, sorry, the method in which they're trying to be funny is talking over the person that they're performing with. Then you can already say, well, you're not listening because you were trying to be funny here. So maybe you should okay. listen first to what she says and then respond. Stuff like that. So it's always in the context of the exercise that they're making them do. It's never like, you suck. You're not funny. Shh, quiet. It's never like that. Well, okay. there are some people that like that. That, you know, some tough <laughs> love. Like, okay, this will make me a I better think, comedian. I think that's in the bedroom. I think that's in the bedroom. Ah, uh, interesting. I think, I think outside mm-hmm. the bedroom, it does not work. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but those are the kind of words you don't want to hear in the bedroom, huh? Shh, quiet, quiet. <laughs> you say it best when you say nothing at all. Yes. <laughs> listen, listen. Imagine that situation. Well, the course is what? A week? Two weeks? Is it every day? Ooh. So it really depends. We have two types of classes. We have intensive classes, which is the five-day, three hours a day um, intensive, which is like one week, five days. But we also have the eight weeks session, which is a two hour a day, once a week course. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I wanted you to try. I want you guys to try it actually, guys. Maybe next time I'll just be like, guys, there's a so class it, open. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. When does, well, well, when does it happen? And how can people sign up? Is because maybe they want to bring out a little bit more personality. Yeah, of course. So. Uh, thirdworldimprov.com has all the answers. And if you want to watch before you play, you can go to improv.ph and you're going to see all the performances of the groups, the current groups that are putting up shows. Everything's on Zoom, so it's very safe. You're just at home. And I found that actually the Zoom classes, more of the introverted people have signed up because they don't need to leave your oh, house. Oh, that's right. And they don't have to be in front of anyone. Yes. Yeah, I, you can turn off your camera anytime. Wait, wait. is it the same, uh, I guess, in terms of, uh, how would I say, because in front of people, we have a sort of a, a like a, a different visible, invisible shield. Or, or You show what you want them to see. Yeah, you know what I mean? You have, uh, as opposed to being in a, at home and through a computer, you, you can just be yourself, you know, which is which is a plus. But at the same time, being in that environment of being yourself around people, you know what I mean? You still don't get that confidence level, the same confidence level as opposed to, or is it? I, I, I think it still helps. It's because you know how introverts the reason they get depleted of energy is because their their energy how do i explain they expel their energy around people so they get very very tired when they're around people so um that's when that's when you know you're an introvert apparently so when it comes to online classes when you're not the one doing the exercises you don't have to act a certain way you don't have to behave you can turn off your camera and so 
I think they're able to save more of that energy until they turn oh, it back okay. on. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I, I thought that introverts just didn't like being around humans or, or at least <laughs> did not like, didn't like conversing socially. You know, I mean, unless it was someone they obviously they know, but um, I didn't know that they actually depleted their energy because they had to be, they were portraying someone that they're not. But, but most, but aren't most introverts just quiet in the corner anyway? <laughs> there are, I've met extroverted introverts, meaning oh, yeah. they can, yeah. they can, they can interact, but when they get home, they're so tired and it didn't make them happy. As opposed to extroverts, when they're around people, it's more lively. You know what I mean? You're happier when you're around people. Yeah, I, I think you can actually pick up that skill where you can be an, an, uh, a social butterfly and then switch it off to be, you know, an introvert. I think you can be both. Yeah. In, in time. In time. Obviously. I agree. I agree. You just have to know what you like more. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I, think, I, I think Slick is a perfect example. You know, I, I was an introvert and he introduced me to how to be social. And then I just picked it up just like just like that, you know. Uh, yep, I'd, always, yep. I'd always be in the corner, uh, you know, <laughs> talking to myself. It's right. right. You talking to this yourself? Guy. That'll never happen. I you know. Always, you're always talking to like some girl. I was the one that was introvert. You're, you're the one that had to teach me. It's because <laughs> I, I, was, I believe that. I believe that Slick is the introvert. Because even when I saw him in New York, you were the quiet one in the corner still. You know, just, yeah, uh, exactly. Right. And then I believe that. Just give me a few drinks and then, okay, I, I'm, I'm more sociable. Right. Yes. <laughs> See, so, so that's what you need. Some liquid courage. But uh, <laughs> l- l- like you said, is that people can, you know, watch before they um, sign up. Now, yeah. if they want to sign up, so then they can sign up for which class they want. So there's and, really, uh, it's it sounds like a cult. It's not, I promise. But we sound like a cult because there are levels. <laughs> You join, you you know, we're forcing people. We're like, come, join the improv community. It's so fun. Everyone's so kind and supportive. And then there are levels, levels one to five. So okay. I just tell people, na lang, don't worry, we haven't started branding people yet. But Wait, the, hey. levels, the levels, did, did you give them like a, a mask or a belt or, or some kind a of certificate of completion? Do you, okay. do you give them like a numbered jacket just in case? <laughs> Wala like, pang merch. We have shirts. We have shirts. <laughs> but that's our merch lang. Mm-hmm. And you've seen the difference in, in the eight weeks. You know, in the eight weeks that have transpired, you've seen people that are introverts and talagang their personality is has, has blossomed. Absolutely. Do you know, you know Mika, like the mayor, right? Yeah. yeah. You know Mika. Yeah. So, okay. so Mika took improv with us. She took two levels. Okay. And no joke, she has told me many, many times how it has helped her just say yes to hostings, to talks. And now okay. she's singing on Kumu. Mika sings and what? raps on Kumu. Hey, good for her. Look at this girl. Like, if you met her last year, dude, that's just really like, what? You're rapping on Kumu now? She's rapping. Wow. Are you serious? I'm serious. I'm serious. I gotta check her rapping out. Yeah. No way. Dude, she's so no funny. No way. Are you serious? I'm you know serious. what I noticed though? I, I, I was wondering, she was hosting IG Live. Yes. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, wow, she's hosting. And this was like last, even last year. 
You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, galeng eh, galeng. But I've seen I've seen the developments in a lot of people. Like you will see. That's why it's a little emotional as a teacher. If you teach the same class from level one to five, at the end of it, you kind of cry because you remember the level one version of the student that you're looking at doing all these things by the fifth level that you know their level one version would have never done. Mm. So you see oh, it. You yeah. see it. Yeah. Hey, it's great. Is it all on video? Do you keep a documentation of this stuff and then like just, uh, you know, for blackmail? Hey, uh, I have, Black I have, level, I have level one. Uh, how much is it worth <laughs> before I release this? If anything, I think they'd be proud of it because they'd be like, look at me. Look at that. Look at that. That was the old me. Look at me now. I and is like. this one-on-one or in a group? It's in a group. So Zoom it's also class. interesting, yeah, Zoom class. Because you get to meet people that you would have probably never met. We have students okay. from Singapore, from Hong Kong signing up with us. Oh. Very interesting during the pandemic. Can you tell me when uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the group class is uh, a certain percentage of, of females. Um, I mean... It's very equal, I would say. Not like in the stand-up comedy world. So if you notice in the stand-up comedy world, like Sila Alex Calieja, Sila Red Oliero, there are not a lot of females in that yeah. comedy world, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. But in improv, um, chicks, pa, so many pretty girls. Yeah, I know. So many. Now, now how many uh, usually uh, in the class? Uh, we have a minimum of... I believe eight. If you can't fill, if, if that class isn't filled, we're not going to continue it because they're, you know, we want to, we want to make money in a man. So there's a minimum of eight or six or something like that. And then a maximum of like 15. And if it okay. goes over that, medyo mahirap na to control. So mm-hmm. we split them up into different classes. Oh, yeah. all right, all right. I really think yeah. I should do improv with you guys one time. I mean, or or put you guys in a class. It's gonna happen. I can. I'll manifest it. Sure. Just one class. Just one. Just one. Sure, Force just you guys to do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have pictures of you. <laughs> Log on now. <laughs> I have level one slick Rick. Level one. Rick, level one Tony. Mm. Well, among one-on-one uh, classes, if if let's say someone is really extra sensitive and doesn't want to be around people, doesn't want to be on on Zoom in a group class, can a guy or girl, hey, uh, is there a one-on-one? Uh, improv, because it really has to be done with a team because okay. you're bouncing ideas off each other. So it's really more fun done in a group. Also, because I think as humans, we know we're, we're really social beings. Yes, there are introverts and hermits and stuff like that. But in general, we are social beings. So doing stupid things together with a large group is really fun, especially if you're not acknowledging that this is so stupid, but I'm having so much fun. It builds some sort of bond. Sabaga in life, that, that's how Tony does it. He doesn't like to do the one-on-one. He just likes the group stuff. So, oh wow, you know, it, it makes it more adventurous. You know, it may be stupid, but hey, we're here Deba? to have fun. Hmm. Galeng, galeng. And I'm sure there's more group things in Canada than he. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the lives that you guys lead no, on a daily I basis. Mean, <laughs> COVID is real. 
Aaron, COVID is real. So uh, right it's now it's uh, it's uh, it doesn't look great. But I mean, everything's opened up. You know. I mean, so Canada is like Canada. It's totally open. It's you can do anything you want. You can do whatever you want. It's uh, <sighs> you can, you can uh, it's a uh, basically hundred percent capacity. Everything as, as in <sighs> pre pre pre-pandemic levels um and it's only now on november 15 so in 14 days if you're not vaccinated you cannot go to work but you don't get fired so you can take a year off as far as i know and my friend's taking two months off because he's not vaccinated he's going to travel but before he travels he needs to get vaccinated so the the funny thing is he's not going to tell his employer (laughs) that he's vaccinated and he's going to take Two months off to travel the world and then report back to work and show his uh, full vaccination card. So I think it's a year. You have a year until I don't know what happens after that. But so far, the law is on November 15th. If you're not vaccinated, you cannot report to work. You're on leave without pay. And uh, yeah, you'll still have your job. Yeah. I was yeah. so close to judging your friend when you just said, oh, he's not vaccinated and he's going to travel. Excuse me. <laughs> then he's going to get yeah. it. Pala, ah, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, but, but because of loophole, he was worried because uh, he has uh, a heart ailment. So that was what, you know, even if with the letter, he can enter, you know, certain, it's, it's, it's up to the venue to decide whether they let him in or not. So certain venues strictly if you're not double vaccinated with you know with with the proper documentation you cannot order food you cannot okay. i trust me my friend can order food like they wouldn't <laughs> serve it they would not serve him i'm like you're joking right so if i order no you cannot order for him and i'm like okay oh, damn because i i guess they're trying to really really push for everyone to get mm-hmm. back um which is good which is definitely yeah, by by March twenty, like I mentioned, and no more mask implementation. <gasps> and that's like, we're we're that's like I'm like, uh, where I'm from, we do every two weeks. Oh, sige, anong bago? <laughs> or, or the things change two days before, right? Sa atin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tigla na lang GC. Exactly. MC. Here it's like March twenty eighth of twenty twenty two. No more mask. Okay. How do they figure that shit out? Oh, like, okay. okay. How do you calculate that, you know, that it's going to be okay by January, February? And you know what they're doing? They're manifesting it. <laughs> they're throwing Manifest. it out there. Exactly. It's the Manifest. secret. Manifest. Eh, everyone March in 22, Canada. Everyone's well, going to well, get vaccinated. If they take an action, because now they've, they've done five to 12-year-olds. You know what I mean? They've, uh. done, they've been vaccinated since, uh, I think, two, three weeks ago. Uh, five to 12-year-olds. So That's I so mean, good. It's quick. It's quick. Uh, I think we're top three in terms of uh, population being vaccinated. <laughs> that is believable. You Canadians are are pretty uh, are pretty with it. Uh, you guys are. You we, know, we really need to enforce the the provinces, the LGUs, to uh, NCR to push. You know the vaccines outside because it's only twenty six point six percent vaccinated outside of NCR. Right. So marami pa rin, Wala pang ninety percent, eighty percent, at least eighty percent, hindi pa vaccinated outside of Metro Manila. Yeah, which is scary, huh? Yeah. Kasi, kasi bahay, driver, 
uh, Barkada. We have we have friends outside of NCR, and then we we wanna go visit them, or maybe they work for us, or maybe they they work in Metro Manila. So um, it, it's it's a scary thing. So we really need everyone. Like how they say, like you know, we're all in this together. Yeah. So. And what's scary and kind of risky is like I've heard people going to La Union, and parang they're just like, oh. Parang there's no COVID there. Guys, yeah. be careful. Yeah. What the? Whoa. Yeah. Moments later. Actually, I can't smell They're like, we had this conversation last night. So he's like, Oi, babalik ka? And I'm like, yeah, soon. I'm, I'm, I'm on my way back. And he's like, Tara, LU. Wala, walang COVID. Walang cases. Ha? Walang, ah! I'm like, Okay, how do you know that? And he's like, wala talaga. Wala, wala. Um, <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> and you That's believe that is, guy. Diba? Oh, wala talaga, pare. Okay. Wala, wala, okay. Wala. Oh, wala, wala, wala. Uh, is anyone being tested? Wala. Kaya pala, wala. Tama, tama na naman. It's like when people talk about coming from there, they talk about how it was such a, like, it's so magical because no one wears masks. Everyone's just dancing by the beach. And I'm jealous, but also terrified. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to do it, but I want to live. It, 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 it's not like there, there's like a magical force field. Like once you enter, it's like the COVID goes away. It's like, <laughs> okay, we're good. We're good. It, we're it's here. like the face shield. You know what I mean? You you have yeah. it on entering the mall. And then when you eat, you take it off. So I'm like, okay. So this the so COVID doesn't attack us when we're eating. It only yes. attacks us when we're walking. Yeah. It's respectful that way. Huh? Yes. But I, but I figured out as well, I, I think a plus side to this whole mask thing, we don't know how anyone looks anymore. So you don't need to put on makeup. You don't need to uh. like look good. And that's the downfall. But at least now, <laughs> you know what I mean? No one... You can't you can't stare at anyone. Like you know what? Actually, this happened to me. Um, and so I, you know, I saw uh, eye candy. You know, pag maganda yung babae, guapo yung lalaki. We we it's been a while since we actually just you know stared people down, right? And you're told not to. You know, it's, it's proper etiquette not to stare. But there was a girl with a very skimpy outfit. And and obviously I didn't have a mask on, and I was in the bar setting. And to enter the bar, you have to show your 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 proper documentation that you've been vaccinated, and then they let you enter. So I'm walking, and she happened to just be standing, and I just happened to just keep my eyes on for like two seconds. And I shit you not, she told me, "Do you like what you see?" Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Do you want some of this? <laughs> and I was like, ang tagal na, ang tagal bef- before I actually female said something to me like that. Like that. In a long time. In a long time. Usually it's in a bar, club setting, you know. Did you, you like it? it? Yeah, yeah. Or, hey, what's your name? Oh my but, God. But actually, my, my initial reaction was, oh shit, I'm sorry. You know, but at the same time, I was like just looking at the outfit, like, damn, mm. you no, know, wow, yeah. you know, it's like it's like ten degrees outside, but yeah. okay, yes, uh, yes, you know. But you know what you said? You said you said that you like the fact that we can wear masks because you don't have to look nice. It's yeah. so annoying because my friends who know me can recognize me with a mask. Just walk oh, in, yeah, and they're oh. like, Aaron, oh man, oh, you, you can still, you have to wear yeah. a mask. You have to wear a hat. 
happy in a mask. <laughs> yeah, you have to look different. I mean, we were, what was this? Uh, Doc and I, we were in the mall for the Adidas uh, brand center opening. So after that whole thing, we, we, we were walking back to the car and then she noticed a, a, a guy just looking at me and I was like, hey, slick, let's take a picture. And then first thing Doc said was like, you recognize them? <laughs> and then yeah. he, he's like, he's like, no, it is because I the only time I recognize him is looking at his sneakers. Oh. Then I knew who he was. So Doc was like, ah, okay. Oh she's, wow. By your shoes. Yeah, she's low. She's like, oh, change your sneakers next time we go out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sometimes you still need to I mean, people will still recognize you. So voila, you need to look nice for him. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Going out with your Pambahai or something in PJs And then you're like okay They won't recognize me <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean, Obviously if you're out and about And you're not you know I mean It's easier to get away actually from people Wearing a mask mm-hmm. so much easier Like they you know I mean Because everyone's just just doing their own thing So yeah It um, became a very I'm minding my own Business kind of thing when the yeah. masks Came on so I am now, I, I'm thinking that uh, you know during the obviously when COVID is, you know, maybe next year, oh, and, and you do the you do the walk of shame. It's not going to be a walk of shame anymore. It's like you're strutting. <laughs> like yeah, you know who I am. Can you see who I? You know what I mean? Do you know who this is? I got no. my hat. You yeah, know, I, I got my hat and mask on. <laughs> Eleven a.m. Walking through the condo lobby. <laughs> you know, or or maybe walking walking outside with the same clothes. Didn't he go out with the same outfit on last? Who is that? You we'll know? never know. We'll mm-hmm. never know. <laughs> so that's Man, it's going to be such a long time before we get back to normal here. I am so jealous. Although I know that there are some places that are kind of opening. But yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see that club that was shut down in uh, Makati? That <gasps> <No>. <laughs> yeah, it, like, it looked I like old school time. It was like, oh, there's a lot. 300 people. <gasps> I, I think over 160 were, were arrested, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know how many were arrested, but it was underground. You had to go through, uh, I think, stairs, then an elevator takes you to that floor. Uh, yeah, and it was like, it, it was it was there were no windows it was, it was like oh one of those one of those I, places I yeah, but it, you was know it was packed ah, it, was, it was packed because i think uh uh there were more expats i think uh well my heart goes out to cafe havana obviously mm-hmm. you know, institution you know uh, <laughs> and i think they had to go somewhere you know they had to you know those that that bar alone withstood every kind of calamity uh-huh. but the pandemic they couldn't take it you know what yeah I mean? um it's unfortunate i think they were there for like how long has cafe havana been around it's high I mean, school pa lang ako, meron eh. they've been there i've like heard forever. of it yeah. <laughs> 20 at least 20 years yeah at least at the at very least. least at least you know um so yeah I mean, I used to just ha- walk through there, and it was just, it was like every Sunday. That's the only <laughs> happening place in the Philippines. If there's nothing open, Cafe Havana. Yeah, so, near there, and then you're like, "Wow, look at that!" I felt that 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 crowd had to go somewhere. Where did they yeah. go? And I think that was the crowd that was. I'm not too sure, huh? I yeah, wasn't there. yeah, yeah. 
But I do notice that a lot of the places that are open when you pass by, it's it's the expats that are very active hmm. in the nightlife. So, yeah. yeah well, I, I think it's because I think it's because their mindset as well is, you know, what I mean, um, a lot a lot of them are thinking that, it, you know, where they're from, you know, I mean, it, it, things are opened up. Yes. COVID is never, never going to leave. So if I'm vaccinated, that's more than enough. It's a layer of protection. And if I do get sick, I do get sick. And I think now what's funny is now that there's this really bad flu, right? You know, the flu was gone for a year. Uh, now the UK is experiencing really harsh symptoms of a, of a new flu breakout. Oh, and it's not COVID. Um, you know what? Me and my brother had this discussion last night. And we're saying how we were, we were both arguing whether, okay, so if the flu left, in 2020, where did it go? You know, I mean, you know, the flu just doesn't leave. You know, I mean, it's a we have to get the flu shot every year, right? Yeah. So where did it go? Uh, and we're thinking maybe some COVID, uh, some flu, or some of the flus in the past were COVID. You know, what I mean, because we never tested COVID pre-pandemic, right? So maybe COVID was always around. You know, sometimes you get a really bad flu and yeah. you're out for like a week or two weeks, maybe the most, maybe that is a form of COVID. Maybe we, we just don't, we wouldn't know, right? Like no one goes, mm-hmm. I may one home, like not, I'm going to stay home for, and then you find out, oh, I need three days off. I need four days off. You don't go to the hospital and get, can you test if I have COVID? Correct. I mean, there was no test. So, but only now, now we're finding out, okay, there are different strains of, yeah. of, of COVID. So maybe that's what took over, you know, or maybe that was always in place that we just never knew. So um, just ingat, ingat lang. Wear a mask. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Like if, if you're going out and you're going to be with people you don't know, wear a mask and it's going to be indoors. If it's outdoors, you have a Let better go. chance. Of, yeah. <laughs> Let go. Enjoy. I know. I am so jealous because as you guys know, I lived in the States for a while. So I look at the stories of all my friends in New York. Voila! Oh, man, Wala all, mm-hmm. like, like a certain part of Manila. Lumipat sa LA. And, uh, and, uh, and a few are now all in New York as we speak. Right? Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, they've been there for two weeks now. Um, and uh, some of them, Franco, Saikon's been there for two months, three months. Uh, he's going three months, yeah. So, grabe. I mean... Okay, uh, Filipinos, you can't, you can't put, the, you can't hold them down. They're gonna find oh, them yeah. and get out. And, and when it was uh, the first part where no one was getting vaccinated, they'd find their way to get to the to the states. And first place they go, CVS. So, yeah, because you can just get it. Yeah, you yeah. just see that. It's like, okay, got my first shot. Like, damn, I wish I could walk into any uh, drugstore and get my shot just like that. But now yeah. that you know. Mm. And it's free, whether you're a citizen or not. Yeah, no questions asked. All right. Pull up your sleeve or where do you want it? Left, right, or in your butt? And don't put it in your butt. Yeah. In. You... Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's Tony's option right there. <laughs> not in the anus. Just making in, sure. I, I the, heard if, right. No, just inject. If it's inject requested. It. On your gluteus maximum, <laughs> not in your anus. Oh. I see, I see, I see. Just making sure. <laughs> not, in your, okay. not in your art. 
<laughs> if you feel like you you feel it's if if it's more potent that way, why not, Aaron? Right? Diba? Then you'll really get the antibodies. Really get it into the system completely. Not only that, you you also get a nice wound. <laughs> oh my God! It won't heal. <laughs> You'll get sick too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it just got worse pala, no? Exactly. Yeah, worse oh than gosh. COVID. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of worse, uh, obviously Halloween is done, but did you hear about the couple, uh, w- w- which was crazy because um, anyone that holds a credit card knows that you don't want anyone fizing or, 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 or manipulating the, the your credit card details and, and finding that you have a purchase that you didn't purchase. But one couple and, and for those that have a credit card and a phone and a phone uh, a mobile whether it's it's with Global Smart or with Dito check your credit card bills because one couple uh, uh, wrote a letter to uh, I believe uh, Cito Beltran and he wanted his, this message to come across to everyone. So, if you have a credit card and you have a mobile phone, check your details. Uh, his wife uh, amassed a 1.7 million credit card bill. Oh. Um, and uh, it goes bit by bit. Um, he's, a, he's actually a, a director executive of a, of a, of a highly... I guess a, a, a very prestigious company in the Philippines, and his wife uh, also works for the sister company. And um, so it was. It happened uh, last week. The wife received a call from her mobile phone, and the unknown caller introduced himself and basically said, "Hey, I have a delivery," and then um, hung up. Uh, and the number was not verified. You couldn't track it. And so something was wrong, right? But, you know, people call and wrong number. You know what I mean? It happens, right? Yeah. And then a few, a few um, uh, minutes later, uh, she got a call again. And then after a few minutes, she didn't receive any call. And then she tried to call. She tried to text. So her line was actually, what do you call that? Was, oh no! Uh, it was uh, it was copied. Yeah. Right. So they can actually, yeah. She lost service in her text and receiving and 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 uh, receiving and and outgoing calls. Uh so she so the next day she rushed to the nearest. Uh, it was it was at the, at the, at this point I I'm I, I don't know if it's if it's just one company or it could be all companies. Uh. But she rushed to the the nearest uh, service center, and upon investigation, uh, basically they had really copied her number, her SIM. What is it? Ooh. SIM, arang SIM swap or SIM? Yeah, SIM swap. I think that's what they call it. Uh, yeah, and uh, I at so three around afternoon the next day, then the very next day when when she reported it, she went to the service center. She found out uh, her. Her transactions, she had a transaction because she couldn't receive tax, right? Because her mm. SIM card was was basically swiped. Her transaction on her credit card bill was one point seven million on so a crazy. cryptocurrency trading block. Oh, so the 
the people had actually was able to purchase 1.7 million, which is really weird because as far as I know, majority of the credit card companies aren't allow, don't allow you to purchase uh, now mm-hmm. uh, crypto. You cannot purchase mm-hmm. crypto. From, from, from my credit cards, you're not allowed anymore. Um, Actually, even yung mga like trading trading companies, trading service companies, they need to ask permission from your bank, or or you before, need to ask yes. permission from your bank before you're able to put money into any trading platform. So they're being okay. very strict about it, I think. Yeah. Pero grabe yan. That's that, wild. That's, yeah. Yeah. So on top of the transaction of one point seven, there was also floated. Uh, the term the term floated so there were other 14 14 transactions in half a day basically from the time that she lost signal till the time she went to the service center the next day 14 transactions amassing 1.7 million uh, so sunday uh she received a call from the mobile network that there were, there was an investigation that called her and they're doing a follow up so just Heads up, guys, if you have a credit yeah, card yeah. that's calling you, this could be you. Um, be careful. I don't know how that happens, how they're able to wipe out and copy your SIM, right? Just from calling you. This is It's like crazy. Um, and then the, the funny thing is, um, there was, it was all planned because the imposter uh, went to the service center acting as if she was the wife. So she had an with her name. And the photo was of the girl, not of her, but it was the it was the wife's name on the ID. So everything checked out. It's this is all planned out. Yeah, like, like they know the limit on the credit card, and it's probably a credit card that doesn't have um the two step a, a, a stop on 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 purchasing on a uh, a blockchain. Or a de- de- mm-hmm. decentralized finance, and it should have been because most credit cards are now not allowed. From what I know, my my my, my cards are are are. They specifically said uh, we do not allow access to uh, obviously uh, decentralized uh, finance uh, chains or any kind of uh, in you know a depositing, purchasing of cryptocurrency. So it it's um, it's unfortunate, uh, but. Just be careful. Just heads up, because yeah, you gotta be, yeah, gotta be very mindful. And if you, I, I know, uh, I guess there are a lot of people that if they lose signal, now, okay, I'll just let it pass, and then I'll, I'll I'll go to the service center a few days later. But then, uh, I guess from this story is that once you lose your your signal, go to the service center right away. Check it, nah, check it already. See, this is why I'm prepaid. <laughs> you're not gonna have that problem (laughs) well uh just in case you know tony can take care of that uh if you want to go postpaid you know he'll take take care of your plan but the way you talk about tony all of you guys when i'm on here is like he's this magical being that can just do anything that is true that is true are you a magical being tony that's what i'm getting from everyone half man half horse I wish I had that ability to just <laughs> my fingers and you know and do it for myself. Apparently, these guys, it, it ha- it, everything's working for them. So I'm trying to get that kind of energy for me myself as well. I, I think 
I think it's working more for you than for us. We're trying to get that magic from you. Yes. you who's the guy that's been in Canada for almost a year? You. I've How about us? got the we're, magic in me. We're in all China. here. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I'm living on the floor of a, of a 20 square meter. Yeah, uh, right. Basement where. No masks anymore, though, by March. Exactly. That's yeah. a big one. You're living off interest. That's what you're doing, my friend. I was just telling Slick last Monday, they implemented no mask, uh, just uh, double vaccination with a QR code. So in all in all venues. So I just felt weird taking my mask off because no one had a mask. Yeah. Possible. You don't like, want to be that weird guy. You can only enter if you have uh, the proper documentation. So I was like, oh, okay, I do. And she's like, you can take off your mask now. And I'm like, are you sure? Like I was like, <laughs> and then I look out and I see everyone just like, what is this? Is this February of 2020? What is going on here? Is this I a test? Like, I'd be like, this is like wild. And she's like, no, you don't need to wear a mask inside all venues. It's 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 implemented throughout the city. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. very Matrix ish. It's just okay. like. Follow the you, white rabbit. But if you choose to put your mask on, that's fine. But you don't need to. And I'm like, okay, all right. I I took it off because no one was wearing one, and yeah. it felt that I was the only one wearing one. But um, it just felt like a safe space because you know that everyone's vaccinated. Mm-hmm. With uh, I just don't know with obviously what what everyone was vaccinated with, but I'd like to think that the only the only three vac- vaccines were allowed were pretty much of of. You know, good I'm, quality. Standard. I'm not saying that I don't know any better with with the lower standard ones, uh, but I'm just saying that the efficacy, from what we're told, from what the doctors tell us, it's 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 a it's a longer period. Yeah. Uh, so I said, okay, what the hell? I've always wanted to just take off my mask. So, which, which I was a little hesitant. You know, there's still some hesitation. Absolutely. You know, not, like I don't forget it. Like I, that's the first thing. I I leave the door. I lock the door and always you have a mask on. You know what yeah. I mean? And well, you, you live with your parents. So, mm. like that's the part that gets me scared all the time. It's and it's, it's, you're just wearing a mask. You're not wearing a face shield. It's like, <gasps> I'll take the mask over the face shield any day. Same. Right? It's just yeah, like you on TikTok. You see that girl, uh, old lady in her in her sixties. Um, so I don't know who took the video of her, but basically she was in Eastern Europe, um, and she couldn't enter the the convenience store, and she was arguing in their native language. I, I think it was uh, it was maybe Russian uh, or or uh, I basta th- Eastern European, and she was arguing for like a good. 30 seconds and then she got fed up and so what she did was she took off her she was wearing a dress she took off her undies wow and put the undies basically as a mask the thong wow and then she went to get bread paid for the bread and walked out and i was like damn i mean Girl. if you had aaron yo for for your next tiktok or like your <laughs> next musical uh segment <laughs> Uh, oh my god. Well, it's interesting. I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up with the crew of News Kapoor so that we can report on that. <laughs> my yeah, gosh. Uh, that was the reenactment. <laughs> uh, for the reenactment, we have Tony Tony. 
I think guys, it, it, yeah, I mean, because. Or you, you have the, the underwear that's like the elephant with the tusk. Oh my oh, yeah. god. <laughs> my friend nga put that on her story, saw, saw an elephant. Uh, elephant designed underwear and she was just like yeah. ang tawag dito elephanti <laughs> killed killed me I like that one I'm at the sex shop I mean it's uh, they have they have a monkey they have an elephant they have a giraffe uh, they have an ostrich neck it's just the neck and the head of the ostrich um uh, that stuff is comical man like I don't um, I don't get it but okay like sure I I, I figured when I when I when I when I walked into that shop and then I I figured there's someone that's has a has a fetish for animals. Someone gets turned on. So I for one would wouldn't be turned on and would think it's it's a joke. Like if someone <laughs> if or that uh, I'd laugh my I'd probably lose my my Woody uh, <laughs> in, in a split second. I'd, you know I mean uh, it'd be hard for me to recover. Uh, from that, <laughs> the recovery. Well, what if she, what if she, you know, she's like super hot and she likes that, and she's like, just no, 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 no. Phone. I don't care how hot she is. It, it could, yeah. I mean, it, it just, it just throw me off. Obviously, I just need a couple seconds to to recalibrate, get my bearings, and then okay. But I mean, her taking off in front of me, it. it I'm just like, yo, this is like, let me my seat. Every time I walk into a sex shop and I see it, I, I laugh. You know, I mean, they, they, they have everything. And then she makes yeah. sounds when she, she's taking it off. She's like, Lord. <laughs> You're like, okay, this is. I'll try to take a sneak weird. peek, uh, a snap of, of the under, but you're not allowed to take photos. And yeah. Photos. They actually Naturally, have a, yeah. They have no a, photos allowed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're more particular with the Asians. The Asians love to take videos and photos of everything. And they're like, hey, put that phone away. I tried. Uh, I tried. Oh, okay. Okay. I already tried. So they're like, hey, no photos. No photos. No you photos. know why? Because they know that someone probably will steal steal the design. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, uh, I wanted to send to someone if they, if they like this style. I, you know, I wasn't so sure. Like, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you're not allowed to take photos or videos of uh, the merchandise. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure someone in China is going to copy it. Or someone in the in in Green Hills, <laughs> most likely. Yeah, they probably will, my friend. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, how can people follow you and uh, also check out uh, your new scopo? What is that? Yeah, so we have episodes every Sunday night on the Facebook group. Face, sorry, Facebook page, facebook.com slash newscopoph. Uh, we had an episode that aired yesterday, and we report on news. We try to make it funny. We, we succeed we succeed in making the news funny and bearable uh, but yeah that's uh, that's every Sunday and you can check me out on my Instagram as well it's here Arin King King I'm Arin Cristobal the joke's over yes Cristobal and uh, if you're on TikTok I love it there I've migrated I feel TikTok is really where I want to be so same username Arin King King if you want to check that out uh, Doc's uh, she she watches your uh, TikTok. She 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 goes. Last time you were here, she she looked over. She saw you. She's like, "Hey, that's a TikTok girl." She's like, yeah! <laughs> wow! I love it. I love it. I I've TikTok. migrated. 
the new thing worldwide. I don't think it's uh, Instagram as much anymore. I think yeah. more I'm I mean, hoping it gets really like YouTube levels so that there's money. There's a money component to it. Because everyone's saying that YouTube is the only one that you can really monetize from. But I'm seeing the potential in TikTok. It's getting huge. And companies are studying it. So I'm like, wow, this is I mean, interesting. It, it, it crosses all, all age group, groups. It's no longer just, okay, a certain uh, gender or demographics. It's all demographics. You have... You have from the LGBTQ to you have from uh, entertaining jeepney drivers and sari sari store vendors and mm-hmm. taho uh, men. And then you also have uh, what do you call those? Uh, uh, it's a, a group of gay fathers. Uh, yes. That, that so and, cute. And they come out with different videos, and I, I'm like. I'm like I'm like I'm so like wow these guys are so creative inventive with their dance numbers and the fashion statements and they're hilarious those guys yeah. are like I mean I'm not always on TikTok but when I when I when I view it I was like okay all right and it's here in Canada it's all TikTok like advertising uh if if they ask they actually ask so oh so are you using TikTok um like not nah. and he goes okay you should get on TikTok okay uh, it's it, it's it's more for uh, restaurants now. Um, advertisers, companies are now veering away from IG and now more TikTok-based news. Uh, restaurants, so all companies, like everything, is all TikTok. Uh, SME, interesting. Yeah, I, they feel yeah. that it's it's not as um. I think with Instagram, because it can be sort of toxic in a way. Oh, TikTok's uh, hella toxic also. But I think what's different about TikTok is it's more of an equalizer. If Instagram yeah. has their influencers who are of a certain social class and all of that, that's what we look up to there. On mm. TikTok, everyone's equal. No matter who yeah. you are, you can have I, followers. I, TikTok, the, the comments aren't aren't there uh, seen as opposed to on Instagram mm. it's plainly seen and you can really really trigger someone mm. like really either direct message them or uh, but with so many videos on TikTok it, it's 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 harder I think yeah. it's much harder but it is it, it, social media in general can be toxic in yeah. general so true 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 all right yeah Thanks, Man. guys. Had fun. No, thank you. Drop oh, a pie again. Yeah, you're free. You know, I mean, you just. I know hanging. you keep saying that. You're like, just drop by. It's okay. I'll just get the link and just every day. Sup, guys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Forward it to you if you want to drop by. It's like uh, just check it in. Uh, okay, doesn't seem. Just fun. check in how you yeah. are. What's up? Who's your guest today? I <laughs> leave room. <laughs> I just get more followers, you know, on TikTok. So <laughs> that's what the girls normally do, and the guys, you know, they come on the show and then they just plug away, and then we don't hear from them. It's like they they ghost us. So ghosting is like. Oh. No. I know. I have a relationship now with you guys. Eh. Honey, honey, don't worry, it's open. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just like Canada, huh? <laughs> it's open. It's open. It's open. 
All, All right, right, so that's it. That's the show. Thanks for joining us tonight. My name is Slick Rick. This is Tony. Tony. And uh, Aaron. Yes, so and much. Aaron. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Take care. Be safe. Bye. Good night. Morning, Tones. Bye-bye. The official Boys Night Out podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts.